Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. All right, I was going to put this in the chat room. I'm going to just say it on the air. We're about to make five picks, five different games, all of them really difficult the way it should be. Uh, It's not against the spread. It's straight up winning, and it's still difficult. When I mention a game, that Paul and Craig and I will then predict. You fire away who you would pick. And we'll not, we'll, again, it's going to be quick. we got a little time here. If I, for example, was to say whatever, you know, like who, it's not one of the games. You go boom, 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 boom. You tell us who you would pick, and I'll just kind of read them off as we possibly can. Now, yeah. is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Here are the standings so far through this weekend's games. At the top continues to be the young man who puts the picks in Emery. Yeah, he's uh he's doing well. He's 16 and 14. Craig has come back from the depth to tie Pablo at 15 and 15. I was I was 1 and 4 last week. Good. So, it's the way it should be. Yeah. I was a uh, go, go ahead, Craig. Yeah, I was, I think, two and three uh, last week. Uh, but, no, I mean, given how the first week started especially, I've, I'm proud to be at 500 at this point, and especially given that, like, I, I see a lot of other picks, and, and people ask, like, why don't do, we'll, get, we'll do the spread when we get a gambling sponsor. How about that? Like, we'll, yeah. we'll pick games with a spread when we have a reason to pick games with a spread because I'm not going to pretend to be some expert when it comes to that. Um, but there's no, like, hey, let's throw um, – you know, Texas versus uh, Houston on here and get an automatic win or, you know, things like that. Like, yeah. we try to pick the five most difficult games to pick pretty much every week. And the way the season has gone and the way college football is, you, you got to be pretty special to have, like, a super, you know, 80% no. winning record you or something like that. One, yeah. man. You jump quickly. It's tough. All right. Uh, Jack McKenzie, by the way, we have royalty today producing our show, directing our show. I am right there. I think I was three and two. I think I just kind of held my own. And then uh, Garrett's going to get fired. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's done. He's just been in it. One of the reasons he's not here, part of his suspension. <laughs> Level yeah. one violations. Yeah, he, now making me nervous that I've got almost all the same picks as him. <laughs> no, 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 but I, I mean, look, like I said, it's, it's a toss-up every week here. Yeah. All right, go to the chat. We're going to go to the chat room. The first game is the USC-Notre Dame game. There could be bad weather. We'll read off the first five of you who give us a pick. Uh, on the chat room, but we'll start with us. Paul, you're taking USC. Yeah, um, I'm taking USC because of Caleb Williams. You know how much of a Stan Hartman fan I am. Uh, I do think that Notre Dame will will muddy this one up, and they will attack USC physically in a way that they probably have not seen before, especially in South Bend. That's what these Marcus Freeman teams do. I just think I, I think Caleb Williams will be too much. I know that USC is playing with fire. I think they continue to do that, but they don't get burned yet until they jump back into the Pac-12, and then I think that's where their problems will really start. Craig, you took uh, Notre Dame. 
Yeah, I did. Um, I think you know the weather could potentially play into this. I definitely think that that's a, a potential factor. That's something that's going to be fascinating too with the pack schools when they start to. And I know it's not like sunshine and rainbows up in Oregon and Washington all the time by any means. Like they're not you know oblivious to the cold and rain and snow and all that stuff. But it is a little bit of a different animal. So I don't know. I, I think that that could come into play. Um, and you know, I think Notre Dame having lost. I just think that there's a little extra gear there potentially uh, to bounce back and have a big performance. And just a showdown of two stud quarterbacks, uh, I just slightly lean the Irish here, uh, getting a little bit of a rebound. And, and I don't like the way that USC has been playing with fire. Um, I just think that they've you know, been able to kind of get by um, despite their defensive efficiencies. And uh, I think that Notre Dame could possibly uh, bring that to an end. All right. I took Notre Dame. There'll be 80,000 or so. I think capacity is just over 77,000. It's natural grass. So it could get a little bit somewhat slippery, but could get muddy, kind of old school. I'm old school, and so I take Notre Dame. And, and yeah, USC's weapons. And what's the young man who's the, 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 the lightning fast? He doesn't get a lot of touches. Malachi something. Well, Zachariah Branch. Yeah, he's a little bit. He might be in and out. Kind Malachi, of, Zachariah Branch. Yeah, <laughs> Malachi's the backup quarterback. There's an eye in there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Paxton took Notre Dame. Bob took Notre Dame. Wet Blanket, Notre Dame. Kim, touchdown, D, Jesus. Camelo, Notre Dame because of better defense. Altoid takes USC. Uh, and then also John Joe took Notre Dame in that pick. All right. So we also have the rest of the picks, including Garrett, USC, and Emory takes Notre Dame. Next game, Paul. On an island with UCLA at Oregon State, we're all taking the Beavers, and you are taking Chip Kelly and the Bruins. Yeah, all I'm I'm betting on Dante Moore in the offense to have a good enough game. UCLA's defense has been really good. Uh, DJU's been good, but not great for Oregon State. Um, you know, he started to maybe pick it up a little bit, but I'm taking UCLA in this one. I I. I, I picked against them a couple times. One I was right and one I was wrong. Yep. So we'll see. I mean, if, if, it, if it's every other one, then great. If not, then I don't have a read on UCLA. Craig? I, I think most of these pack games are flip games, honestly, and this is one of those. And I, I think I was kind of on UCLA a little bit before in some of the picks that we did. Didn't get the first one right. Definitely got this latest one right the, that, we, that we had with them beating, what was it, Washington State, I believe yeah. it was last week. Um, and, and I like, you know, uh, the young quarterback, but – He's had his his moments where it's been a little bit shaky. Now, I know DJU hasn't been perfect either, but I think there's a little bit sturdier there on that side of the football. But that leads you to the matchup that everybody talks about when breaking down this game, which is UCLA's terrific defense versus Oregon State's offense. And can DJU play a clean game, or can the Bruins bring enough pressure and force him to make some mistakes and throw in some interceptions? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I just like Oregon State at home and as a total package more than I like uh, just UCLA's defense and some of their growing pains at this point. So, yeah, this was not a a quick decision. I just slightly lean the uh, Beavers here. I took Oregon State uh, home, and, and, yeah, UCLA's defense, it can travel. Uh, most everybody rattled off. Paxton, Katie, UW, Altoid, uh, Nahomi, Mansa, also um, all picked UCLA. And That's then, fair, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then Kim, give me the Beavers, uh, Kim Coulter. Uh, wet blanket, give me Oregon State. James Skaggs gave us a score. James, thank you. Beavers 38-34. So there you are. And Bob Kramer takes oh, Oregon State to win that game. Like, I think, like, again, we were talking about earlier, like you could pick any team in any of these matchups, and you have an argument. Like this isn't, like I said earlier, you know, Kansas of old versus like top-tier TCU. You know, yeah. I mean, this, these are all flip-em games, I think, for the most part. 
yeah, every one of these is pretty much a flip them game. So, yeah, UCLA, I could definitely see the love there, and we'll see if Paul going out on his own is not the, the right choice here. By the way, Kim Coulter, I'll take Oregon State. I like him at home. Besides, I feel bad for them, so I'm like I'm liking him every game. Yeah. Pity pick, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I'm out on an island again for the next one here. Uh, everybody's picking the home home team, Washington. They're three-point favorites. Uh, Oregon, uh, I, I just think their defense is a little bit better, uh, and I, I think that's going to be – um, where it where it kind of flips this? I, I I went back and I mean I'm I'm still going back and forth on it, but I, I just think Oregon's defense is a little bit better. Uh, even though Softy made a great point, neither of them have played anybody to each other's caliber yet, so it's going to be tough to see. And Oregon, while they did a number on on that offense at Colorado, who can make some big plays, they haven't seen Jalen McMillan and Romeo Dunze yet, so. You know, we'll see. I just think that that's the I think that's the swing point in this game, but that may be thrown out the window in that the game could be with an over under of sixty six. It could hit in the seventies. You know, combined easily. I, I looked at the weather; it's going to be fine. There's a chance it might sprinkle, but I doubt it. Uh, I I love this. This is one of the most beautiful settings of a stadium in America. Craig, you took Washington along with all the rest of us. Yeah, I don't think the weather really matches. I mean, they're from the same place, basically. So I think they're they're both used to that. The, yeah, the, view but the setting the, yeah. of it should be spectacular. Yeah, I mean, I just again, this is a coin flip game. Didn't try to overthink this. I think Oregon might actually be the better all around team, and and not not just because the numbers say that, but I think they might be. Like their defense is is better. Uh, their offense is as good or, or better potentially. Um, but I don't know. I, I tend to to sometimes when in doubt lean towards the home teams. Um, and I just think this is going to be a terrific game and you have to pick somebody. So I went with the home, uh, the hometown dogs here and um, give just the benefit of the doubt to Michael Penix that he's going to be yep. able to make a few plays and, and push them over the top in a, you know, a potential classic. I just think this is going to be great. I'm going to have myself the, the sausage queso rotel dip going with a bunch of chips to watch this one on TV. I take Washington. So does Garrett. So does Emery uh, on the board. The homie says Oregon, uh, Paxton, Oregon in overtime. Mm. John Joe, Oregon State and Oregon. Camelo, uh, Washington, Michael Penix at home field. Yeah. Husky Stadium will be rocking. Uh, Altoid, Michael Penix will show out Washington in a close one. Kim said the Ducks. Kyle said Washington. Katie said Washington. Mansa said Oregon. Wet blanket, Washington. And also Mansa said Oregon by one or close one. Go ahead. Tip, next game. Big 12 game. Brigham Young, TCU. I I know it's... BYU, I, TCU. Am I going out on a limb here to think that, that TCU is in a free fall? No, you're not. Uh, and that's that's why I picked this. Like, I, I, I don't know how good BYU really is compared to TCU, but they are... They're going to be playing with their backup quarterback. Yes, they're going to be at home, but they are off. They are off. And I... I don't know. I uh, I just I think BYU might get them here. Um, you know, I, I TCU has better talent, I think, but it's not come together these last couple weeks. And last week was just a rough game uh, for them. I don't know how they be, rebound from that. 
Well, I mean, he lost your starting quarterback and he threw a bunch of picks. I don't know that BYU's defense is Iowa State's. Um, I think that uh, there's certainly a lot of concern when you got Josh Hoover now as compared to having Chandler Morris, but Chandler Morris wasn't all that great uh, either. I mean, necessarily. He is better than Josh Hoover, but I do worry about the turnovers here, uh, potentially for TCU and how that could hinder the offense. But um, they've lost a couple games. It's certainly possible they could lose a third. I just got to feel like they're going to rally the troops, and I feel like they should be a bit better than BYU at this point. You know, there is still that acclimation process and BYU might be blowing through that easier than the other three are Um, but I just think that top to bottom TCU is a slightly better team despite dropping a couple games because there's nothing on BYU's side of things that makes me think oh well they're a clear favorite in that regard like I think TCU's defense can match what BYU's defense does and I don't think BYU's offense is all that great so I feel like you're kind of just again it's a coin flip sort of splitting hairs here so I'll default to the team that's been around a little bit longer and done it more and the team that's also at home and and desperately needs a win here but i I can definitely understand the byu pick here uh, for both paul and emory garrett also took tcu i took tcu and emory took byu that's byu along with paul from the chat room katie said tc who Hmm. camello byu with the upset kim goes we're all over the board scott thank you cherubino says tcu and paxton says byu big tcu defense is bad I don't think TCU's defense is bad. I don't think BYU's offense is that good either. But, I mean, that's that's certainly, you know, um, a take that we can revisit, uh, you know, on both sides whenever this game ends. Um, but, you know, for BYU to be potentially 5-1 and one and a win in Fort Worth would be massive for them with their only loss being against Kansas on the road. So, um, you know, they've been able to, to string together a nice start, and this would certainly – be a, a huge win for them. But, yeah, I'm still going with TCU. I did hesitate, though, because of the Chandler Morris. Like, if Chandler Morris played, Paul, are you still picking BYU? No, absolutely okay. not. So absolutely I just, not. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, right. First star for the backup quarterback. They're, they're like, they're, they're, they're teetering on the brink here uh, of not coming together. And, uh, I look, and the other problem with picking these teams in the, in the Big 12 is where it's tougher in the Pac-12 because these teams are really good. It, it it's just slightly less tough in the Big 12 because you got this big block in the middle of blah. Yeah, it's, and it's Texas, Oklahoma, and then, like, just whatever. Yeah, yeah. and so, like, you don't know. Like, there's and not everybody's much. Everybody's had a bad game. There's not much separation yeah. in the middle of it. And, you know, like, so I'm just going to – I'm going with momentum on this one right here. Okay. TCU has a lot of negative momentum going. Um, and if they do get it back, fine. Hey. But – you, you know, know what? Brigham Young will bring a bunch of fans to that game. We saw what they did here well, in Waco two years ago. TCU does not usually have a great crowd. They could end up with a chunk of people there. That Yeah, and TCU is, you know, like Baylor, can fall victim to that. Of All of a sudden you turn around and go, yeah. oh, crap. This yeah. is not the home field advantage you thought it was. Kim, Wet, Blanket, Derek, Vesnicka, uh, all take BYU. So homie says that as well. Uh, I keep on getting his name wrong. N.H., or N O M A H E. I like to can you tell me how to. Namahe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. Also, Matthew says TCU. Uh, if Altoid. TCU doesn't win, I just I brought up BYU and what a great start that would be for them. I mean, it'd be one game from bowl eligibility. They'd have gone and taken a huge game that prior to the season you were probably a little bit uncertain about. We didn't realize TCU was not going to be nearly as good as they were last year. I mean, some thought that that would be the case, but I don't know if you had them at 500 no. or potentially below 500 at the halfway point, which is what they would be. And so, yeah, the story is not only if BYU wins, how big of a jump this is for them into the Big 12 pool, but for TCU, it'd be 
awfully puzzling how you you drop even with all you lost like to be three and four would be no. a disastrous start for them they're off their offense and defensive lines aren't producing Sonny dykes made a comment a couple other comments in the game altoid i'm rooting for byu but tcu gets it done james tcu needs this one a must win in my opinion for the frogs backup quarterback needs to take care of the football making it bowling shoe ugly win a game in the 20s. Yeah, and I think uh, he showed some of this last year, and this is not a, a knock on him uh, per se. It's not like a personal shot or anything. But, you know, when uh, Sonny Dykes was going on that run last year, it brought up and evoked memories of uh, when Baylor was going through their coaching search and how he was brought up on a couple of occasions. And at the time, like the first time around, he was at Cal, and there was no reason to believe, like, this would be a great hire, um, even though the Texas ties and all that. And obviously a few years later, SMU and then TCU and what he's built on, like, th- that would be a different conversation now as opposed to when he was at Cal. But when you watch him on the sidelines and you watch some of his reactions to certain things, it's like, okay, I'm glad that they kind of didn't do that. I mean, I, yeah, I don't see how pissed, it would have fit man. in very well. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he gets here. fired up. He's the opposite. And he's got a little of that anger, that red face. I like the guy. He's been great with He's joined yeah. us on the show and always appreciated his take. I can just see where he wasn't a, just the natural fit and just you slide him on in here, and, and that was the go-to for Macro. So yeah. the genius in 2021 was Aranda. The genius in 22 was Kleiman and Sonny Dykes. And all of them right now are kind of looking around going, hmm, this year. Miami and North Carolina. Miami coming off the absolute dreadful finish. Mario Cristobal with the decision it cost them an actual game an actual game against georgia tech and their emory is the only one picked to you everybody has powder blue yeah i i i don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that mario cristobal coaches his opus on on saturday night because he has to but uh, north carolina is really good it's there and maybe Miami got caught looking ahead as a team overall. Like, look, they were – the reason that Georgia Tech, a team that should not be on the board with Miami, was even in that game because Miami wasn't playing well. And uh, and they were you coaching circles around uh, Mario Cristobal and staff all game long. But Miami's talent was winning out, and all they had to do was take a knee and win that game. I, I just think Drake may a little bit too much, especially with Tez Walker coming in for the second game here at home. Yeah, I, I'll take North Carolina in this one, but I would not be surprised to see uh, Miami really locked in. Now, I do worry, though, that the opposite could happen. Well, not that they're not locked in, but that they're too over-focused and that they over-coach to make up for under-coaching. This one I that probably thought the longest about because I do think that we get lost in the bad decision and don't realize Miami was that bad decision away from being undefeated. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, and so it's not like they're a bad team. It's just they had a really bad situation unfold uh, last Saturday night, an embarrassing situation. I think that that fuels them, and that gave me even more reason to initially pick Miami, but ultimately sat on it a little bit. And, yeah, I'll default to Drake May and – and North Carolina at home. I think this ought to be an excellent, evenly matched game. A blowout would surprise me uh, either way. Uh, but I do think Miami, I expect them at least, I expect them to rebound nicely and, and make this a, a heck of a game. But, uh, yeah, um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting there in the ACC. Uh, we're, on the ra- we're on the air, man. Thank you very much. What is going on today? I don't know. Man, like, <laughs> well, Jack was getting arrested. The police officer, Jack. What was that? Do you know what? What was the deal? Was it looking for somebody else? Because it started making yeah, me nervous that Paul and no Craig. Were, Are you yeah. looking for some short dude in all black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just showed up. <laughs> 
We, we probably don't explain that enough. We have this first floor. We're the only business in this building. Everything else is a condo, apartment, whatever you want, to, a, a residence. And we're the only, and it has a, we have something on the door, and yet sometimes people just walk in the door. I, and I will tell you, there's a phenomenon. Thank that you. That's a great shot me, there, Jack. That the guy made me nervous. Yeah, he made me very nervous. Uh, here's the other thing. I'll tell you this, and you may not know this, but uh, for some reason to some people, this is a medical condition that we need to get examined, that when they see people with headphones and a microphone on, <laughs> it doesn't appear to them. It's, the, it's, it's like they're, it's like It's like we're just sitting here. All okay. Well, Who that's, sits that's, all in a row and looks straight away with headsets? <laughs> with that's a like, what well, do you think's going on when yeah. you come in here? That's if they pass the. Can they read the sign in front of them? Yeah, that's that's yeah. That, that's because amazing. we have signs hey, on the doors. That guy made me nervous. So Jack, start bringing your gun. All right, now, so all right, I picked North Carolina. I just like who they are. Drake May. I think he'll be fine. I do think this will be a great game. Like Craig has said, every one of these games, everybody could pick the opposite and end up you know, having the same record in, in one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, the Tar Heels are averaging like 40 points a game, and I think their defense has gotten better. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a coin flip every single one of these. And so we'll see how it comes out in the wash, probably about even based on the results we've seen so far. But, um, yeah, looking forward to – I'll watch a bunch of, if not all of, all five of these games. Can't wait. All right, Craig, N-O-M-A-H-E. He's given me how to pronounce it. How did you say it was? Omahe. Namahi, 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 Namahi. Thank you, Namahi. We appreciate that. I'll try to remember that. For those who are picking the North Carolina Miami game, Camelo, uh, UNC Miami players will not play well for Crystal Ball after the last week's debacle. Uh, Their Paxton, response will be very interesting for sure. I mean, because that was just so disastrous, and yeah. um, I, I could see it swinging wildly both ways. Yeah, Paxton, North Carolina, but close, toughest game on the board. Namahi, North Carolina. UW Fan Jim, North Carolina. Uh, there's a Mac Brown comment in here as well uh, on uh, what Mac Brown and UNC demonstrate how to kneel to win. North Carolina 34, <laughs> Miami 31 in a classic. Kyle, wet. Everybody's picking North Carolina. But James Skagg, yeah, no, he said he'll take North Carolina, wins by 10. All right, there you go. Thanks to a lot of you. No, Kyle, it was not a pizza delivery. I would have been much more comfortable than what we dealt, dealt with just a minute ago. Yeah. When we do come back here on 365 Sports, and thanks for everybody for not just playing along but being a part of what we're doing with Pickup. This has been a Rogue Media Network. Oh,